to further review as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. He is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Welcome back to 88.3 WQTs. After further review, and guess who is on the phone line? Is David, the man of God Harris. What's up, David? Not much. Enjoying a nice, cool day down here in the 614. No, the 614 still claiming. You're, down, you're actually down in Delaware, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. So it's nice and cool down there. And it's cool up here. Uh, actually, I rode the motorcycle last night. I got a very good lesson that uh, it gets become a chilly ride. And uh, I took the lining out of my uh, motorcycle jacket uh, and let some air in because the, the last week or so, it's been humid. So it, it gets hot on a bike. It, it does. But then again, when it get the temperature gets kind of in the high fifties, sixties, and no sun, it kind of get a little get a little cold. But it was fun. But currently, right now though, it's seventy six degrees outside. And I think it's only supposed to be a high around seventy eight. And it's kind of crazy. You get used to the ninety degree weather, and then it's only seventy six. But it's beautiful out there. A high of eighty seven on Sunday, and then guess what, fellas? It gets back in the nineties on Monday. Hmm. Yep. So, Heat does return. Yeah, no, th- then it actually drops back in the mid '80s, so it's going back to regular weather. Yeah, right. So I'll take that. You will now, yeah. fellas. Uh, how was your? How was your four? Was it explosive? Yeah, ended up having a good fireworks show. Not as good as mine though. I had a really great fireworks show in my neighborhood, even though it was hood. It was right across the street here from the University of Toledo over there on Ranch. Well, let's just say uh fireworks show I had, there were some... Uh, Women? No, there were some fireworks purchased from out of state. Out of state? I thought in the Mitten. Or nah, nah, no, no, they weren't purchased in Michigan. Why not? I thought you guys had the best fireworks. You said that last Hell, week. We, well, you got, you got to, I've actually thought, learned since then that you got to get the really good stuff down in like Tennessee. Tennessee? Why did you go all the way to Tennessee to get? Some I didn't fireworks? get. I didn't get them. Oh. Certain people did. Well, these were these guys that got some fireworks. I don't think they were from Tennessee. They might have been over there from the Mitten, but uh, it was a great fireworks show. And uh, like I said, it was kind of better than downtown. How long was your fireworks show though? Um, probably. At least 30 minutes, if I had to guess. 30 minutes? That's it? I I wasn't keeping track of time. Why not? Because I wasn't worried about how long it was. Now, once again, Frank, were there any women there? Uh, No, no single women. No single women? Who did you go with to see this fireworks show? It was over at Kent's house. It seems like Kent doesn't always have single women or anything. They're always taken or something. I mean, I understand. Now, now let me guess. Kent got the fireworks from Tennessee. This no, week. he didn't. There was somebody else who got them. Oh, so you had a pyrotechnic basically there. Eh, more or less. Okay, that was nice. You got your own personal show, just no women. Yeah, that's what it is. David, what'd you have? It was... Wasn't too bad. I mean, we decided not to do our own fireworks just because of time consuming and it was too hot. It was too hot. So no, it was not too hot. Oh, brother, 
they, you got it's the, it was Fourth of July on a Wednesday. You had a day off, get a nice cool cold one, and just watch the fireworks. How was it too hot? I mean, we that's what we ended up doing. We just ended up watching the fireworks, so we didn't set any off ourselves. Oh, you didn't. You guys, were you guys kind of nervous? You're afraid that, that mortar bomb might blow off in your hand? No. I mean, I wasn't nervous at all. I mean, I've been around fireworks before. Man, you should have just put so on a just, good fireworks show. Yeah. yeah. Why, why spend my money when I can watch someone else in there? Well, that is true. My brother said that buying fire, fireworks is like lighting money on fire. Well, there's a lot of things that are like like money on fire. <laughs> yeah, that is true, but uh, uh, I kind of guess under like I said, I had a very good Fourth of July with the fireworks and everything. And um, actually, I would say it was probably one of the best fireworks shows I've seen. I, I I've seen neighborhood fireworks shows before in the past, but I give I give those guys credit. They put on a good show, and, and like I said, they bought it. They had to go over out of state. Now they didn't go to Tennessee, I believe. But it was a, a good show. Now they left a big mess in the middle of the of the, uh, of the neighborhood, though, which was kind of crazy. But some people just don't know how to clean up. Was there houses. a mess? Was there a mess at Kent's house? Um, probably on one on the one shore of the lake. There was. Oh, he has a lake at his house. Yes, it's a private lake. Oh, it's a what is it? The Goldsmith Lake? No, I I don't think the lake has a name. There's other people that have that live around it. Oh, okay. Was any of this going on? No. No, Hennessy? That's... Can we stay oh, home? come on, Frank. I wasn't going to go run into the liquor store and buy stuff. There's already beer here. I was just, happy with that. Just just beer. What kind of beer? It better have been good quality beer. Oh, uh, yeah. There, there was some good quality beer. There. What kind of beer did you have over there? Corona. The Corona. Zachary J. Herrick, the guy that's just at the BCSN, is tuning in. As we talk some World Cup soccer, and you guys know how I feel about World Cup soccer, right? Yeah. Let's welcome in uh, Zach. You know, Hi, Zach, Zach checking in. Yeah. But like I said, n- you went to a fireworks show, and there was no single women. I think you need to reevaluate how you're hanging out with Ken Goldsmith. I'll make a decision on who I hang out with based on other things. Thank you very much. No, no, I'm just saying, though. I mean, you got the party going on. You know, you just be suave, Frank, for what? Do you know what I'm saying? I'll worry about how I conduct myself at events. Thank you. No, I know. I mean, did you guys, now, did you guys have at least karaoke? No. No karaoke? Why, do you, why are you so worried about having extra crap there? It's because, think about it, it's a party. I, oh, wait know, a minute, was it just you and Kent? No, nah, Kent's girlfriend was there. And uh, there was another friend of ours that was there. And and uh, Kent's brother and uh, his brother's wife were there. Now, you know, you probably should have hung out with Zach. He said, howdy, fellas. I mean, you know, Zach normally, uh, he, he gave it the he like. Wor- I think he was working that day. I think he was. He was working the Mud Hens game, I think. Mud Hens had a great fireworks show. I've been to the Mud Hens fireworks show. That is actually a really good show after the, the game is over. I went uh, two years ago. Look at that. Just Man, I just love that sound. And, and I also like the fact when people light fireworks on fire, they run away, and then the thing goes, boom, it just blows oh, up. Yeah, well, that's what you're supposed to do. Well, you know, some people are kind of late to the party, and they let it blow up, and, it, you know, catastrophes happen. But that's what's uh, going on. But once again, welcome Zach Herrick to the show, watching us as we're still in the temporary studio. We just found out, here's a little firework bombshell, that the new studio is going to be called the Tyler J. Matson Studio. 
he's got a plaque outside of it. Which, which is, you know, congratulations to him as he is graduating and soon he'll be uh, moving on. So now we're going to talk a little bit, which I don't really think is a big fireworks show, is the World Cup soccer, which probably I will be tuning out while you guys debate about other countries that we have don't give a damn about. Alrighty, so wow, you were really antsy to get into that, don't you? Well, hey, I just try and be on it. So be on I, what? There's nothing to be on. Our country's not in this. There's no reason to watch. Well, I've got some stuff to ask David. Though. David, David, have you been watching the World Cup? I mean, it, it's Zach Herrick been watching the World Cup. I mean, like I said, the country's not in it. You know what? The good place to go to, fellas, to get some good fireworks is Tin Can. I went past that bar the other night. It's it's it's, it's, it's hopping. That's where you can go, Frank, to go meet women. I have my own watering holes, thank you. What was it? Uh, is it um, is it uh, Tom's Garage or no? That's Pete's. Pete's Garage. Garage. Pete's Garage. Okay. So, David, World Cup. Why should I watch? I mean, plain and simple. Now it's getting time to where it's the final. It's basically Elite Eight Final Four, which is when the big name superstars. And all the big kind of teams who, who's, have who, who is the, the who, who is the big superstars? I want I want to hear this because isn't Ronaldo out of it or Ronaldo whatever his Cristiano name? Ronaldo. He's out of it, isn't it? He, so, they is, got, so is Leo Messi. And Messi, also, yeah, those are the two superstars. So why should I watch? There are superstars. What? I know that da- David. Uh, we know we know there's one from. Uh, from uh, your uh, premier, from your Premier League squad, who's going to be in the final four? I mean, yeah. I mean, the thing about soccer is that yes, there's two quote unquote world, like everyone that recognize, but there still are superstars that are world class athletes. And so, looking at France, just kind of studded. So you have guys like Paul Pogba, you have guys like Kylian Mbappe, who. Yes, they're not the household names as of now. Well, the, 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 if they're not the household names, they're not superstars, David. They're not. You got to be a household name. You got to actually. And I notice in soccer, it's like being Madonna or Prince. If you go by one name, you're a star. None of them guys I've ever heard of. Well, I mean, to to the soccer fans, these guys are. They, 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 no, these, but these are household names. Now, do they have the same marketing as? Messi and Ronaldo, no. Well, then they're this. But that's because Mbappe is 19 years old, and so he's not going to get – he's not like – Well, well LeBron you. James was 18. He was a superstar already. He was already international. I mean, I, I don't – I don't – I don't – I don't, I don't American, go – I mean, I don't go by the age. American base – well, I mean, in America, LeBron James wasn't a worldwide superstar at 18. Yeah, he was. He was pretty much a worldwide superstar. A lot of people knew who LeBron James was. And by the way, Zach said absolutely not. He does not watch soccer. Like I said, fellas, with USA not in it, eh, ain't nobody watching. And the kid's 19 over there. If he's if he's wrecking shop, he's being known. Now, obviously, I don't really watch the Premier League or all that stuff like that. But maybe you're watching a glimpse into the future. Um, but... Like I said, there's no where's where's the star power? Where where's the star power to get me fans like me and Zach to get pulled in? And by the way, he goes to ten can once a month. David, please explain. Well, I mean, I think first it starts by watching more than just kind of your home country. I think that's the kind of the baseline. No, Rather, it's not I mean, the baseline. Why why would I watch Uruguay? Why would I watch Brazil? I mean, I, I gotta be I gotta be loyal to the soil. I mean, I, I I understand what you're saying. Yeah, you should get out and venture out more and this and that. But 
it's kind of like the NBA, how they do their marketing. I, I, you, you, got, you know that you're going to get your diehards. I know that David the Man of God Harris is going to sit there and probably watch Ducks play soccer if it, there were Ducks out on the field. But me, me and Mr. Casual Fan, what are you going to do to entice me to get into the game? And it's not. It's like I don't miss anything. Now, four years ago, I actually kind of did tune into the, the, the soccer. I mean, I guess USA kind of tuned me in, and I kind of got hooked. Now, I didn't get too hooked. But I kind of at least watched it. I mean, to be honest with you, I like the nice green grass on the HD screen, screen that I have at my house. I mean, that's one intriguing thing about soccer. But other than that, I just, no. But keep going. I mean, it it does seem like, I mean, is there any intro? I mean, what about, I mean, it's the Final Four. But it's not, to me, even on ESPN, it's not garnering any interest. Even Fox Sports has the coverage. They're not, something's not turning with the wheel. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just because of the Northwest Ohio market. But I mean, Fox is getting mad ratings for all these matches, both between Fox and FS1. What are the ratings? You mean internationally or only in Columbus? Because you're almost going to lose your team, MLS team, probably to Austin, Texas. So obviously, it can't just be Northwest Ohio. I mean, I don't, I don't see no rubber burning. There. A lot more fans than even with, even despite the U.S. not being in it, they're still because Fox has the exclusive rights for kind of the World Cup. There are a lot more eyes glued to the matchups, and now that we're seeing more of these, I don't want to say upsets, but we have storylines. And so, what storyline? Kind of, I mean, that's almost like I guess how we, how can we say this? We've talked about this earlier in the NCAA tournament. The first weekend, it's great to see the underdogs win. But if you want the eyeballs on the screen, you got to have the superstars and the big dogs in the Final Four and in the championships. And without Messi and Ronaldo, who's really going to watch? I mean, I understand what you're saying, David. You know, I know you're a diehard soccer fan and you like some of these storylines and you want to see the underdogs. But at the end of the day, any TV executive is going to tell you that they want the big names in it. Because let's face it, if you get a World Cup final and it's you know two teams that did he have an upset well that's great you know i'll give them a round of applause but that's not bringing in the eyeballs and in and even in 2014 when the usa was in it there were people actually going to bars just to watch the usa game even though we knew you you know usa maybe didn't have a shot at winning the world cup at least them being in it garnered interest i don't really see that going on this year now like i said maybe it might be a northwest ohio thing like you said excuse me like you said earlier but I just, like I said, I don't see the the, the rubber burning. I mean, uh, in 2014, it seemed like ESPN was just cramming the soccer down your throat. Well, I mean, I think part of it is now because ESPN is kind of more focused on the Wimbledon coverage and letting Fox do it. We're not seeing on ESPN the amount of soccer highlights as we have. And then with that new ESPN must crap, well, kind of shifting if... soccer exclusively to you have to subscribe it rather than it being in the mainstream conversation, uh, I think that's also a part of it. I, ESPN is pretty smart at this game, and if somebody's watching, they're putting it on the big screen. You're not gonna go. You're not gonna be at the JV freshman level, and if you're big time, I think if Ronaldo or Messi's in it, they're gonna be pushing it because those are the stars. I mean, we've talked about this before on 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 this show. Pro sports is about stars. Where's the stars? I mean, I can name stars left and right, but if you're not watching them, then how can you know that they're stars? Because normally they have commercials, they have some billboard. Like, how do I know who Ronaldo is? 
I don't really watch soccer, but how do I know who Messi and Ronaldo is? Because they're stars. But, I mean, if you're also watching commercials, Paul Pogba has been on a bunch of commercials. Who the heck is and that? Who who is that Frank? Who who is Paul Bunyan or whatever his name is? David, I'll let if you know, I'll let you explain. Yeah, he's a he's a French midfielder who's playing for the France national team, Manchester United, arguably one of the three, if not the biggest club in terms of international. Right, right. I've heard of Manchester United. Yeah, I've heard of Manchester United. Right, right. So, I mean, I think it's also part of kind of within the United States. People like we only know of so few clubs that are the international stars. So we know about the Real Madrid, Barcelona, Manchester United, because those are the ones that, if you go into a Joe Schmo's you know, sporting goods store, those are the only jerseys that are there. And so I think part of that is, and we're starting to see this development with the United States. Once more, people are actually watching the game and not just looking at the jerseys of Real Madrid, Barcelona. Manchester United as those those are the only three teams that exist in world football. Well, wait, what about the, what about the other leagues? So there, I heard there's some good leagues in Brazil too. So it, it's not just you know the Premier League. I mean, there's other you know leagues that are that are around. But but I mentioned before, you know, that's almost the same thing in any pro sport. You got Patriots in the football, and I even though you know Tom Brady and and Belichick's excellence have surpassed. But then there's the Steelers. The Browns. I mean, think about it. If you think of the NFL, the Steelers and Browns. I mean, heck, they got a Browns backers club in England. So, I mean, I guess in a sense, it's it's almost the same thing with soccer mirroring other sports. I mean, the Lakers are an international brand in the NBA. The Celtics are international. And the Bulls, you can kind of say, because of Jordan. So you're going to always have those three or four teams that have that national brand. So you can't sit there and say, well, you know, that might be the reason why, you know, soccer might not be getting anybody because everyone just knows these guys. But that happens in all sports. Same thing with baseball. Yeah. Yankees, that's that's an international brand. When you think of the Major League Baseball, you think of the Yankees sometimes or most of the time. Or the Red Sox. Or the Dodgers. Or the Do- yeah, the Dodgers or the Giants. So you're always going to have those three or four major teams that everyone's just going to like. I mean, that's just that's just how it is. That's that's what the casual fan is. But the fact of the matter is, the stars are knocked out. If Messi and Ronaldo are still in this World Cup, I think it's going to be highly more talked about. Even though it's great to see upsets, but it's like the like the tournament. You know, upsets early, but you want to keep stars being untouched. Yeah. But I think kind of sticking with the NCAA tournament analogy, I think this is a perfect representation because every year we have a team that gets to the sweet 16 and lead eight that has a magical run Mm -hmm. that yes the path has been easy yes they may knock out a team but when we get to the elite eight the final four we see some of the more familiar names and so we're seeing that same thing happen within this world cup how ronaldo and messi are out but it's but it's not the individual players individual players are not the same as university brand well, like you get one 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 little Cinderella team is good, but when it starts knocking out everybody because of stupidity, then it's like, eh. but, but but even thinking about Ronaldo and Messi, it's basically kind of like having a one and perfect analogy. Portugal is like Missouri this year in college basketball. You have one name that everyone knows, but the rest of the team is crap. 
And so you can only get so far with one player that everyone knows, but, but the rest of the team is crap. And for many people, that's how, I mean, that's a perfect analogy, thinking about kind of Duke and North Carolina having, well, more so Duke in recent years with as a one signing superstar freshman bringing so, in. That's who, like Lionel Messi. So Messi's Duke what, on only, Portugal? On Port- Portugal, excuse me? Messi plays for Argentina. Who's on Portugal? Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay, so if he he's a superstar, right? Which is the rest of his team is crap, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Because I I know a superstar that had the same dilemma. His name's LeBron James, and he was on a crap ass team, and he still made it to the finals. <laughs> because his path was much easier. Ah, his path was not much easier. That Cavs team was straight doo doo. Yeah, but. So you're because you're saying you say Ronaldo's team is straight doo doo. Well, he doesn't. Well, the, dif- mean, the it, difference is LeBron is somebody who's got a mental edge. Oh, Ronaldo doesn't. Not as big of a mental edge, I'd say. Okay. okay. Well, I mean, I would also say that kind of using this analogy, LeBron, like Cleveland, didn't have to go through the Western Conference playoffs. It doesn't matter. That t- t- team was garbage. You take LeBron off that team, are they going to even make the playoffs? No. Exactly. Same thing with Ronaldo. It, if Ronaldo's it, off of Portugal, it, will they make the even make the World Cup and qualify? No, and neither would if Argentina had Lionel Messi not come in and save save Argentina's ass, well, like mean, left, right, and center. Right, but I mean those those guys are superstars. That's why they're superstars, and that's why we tune in to watch. We like to watch their greatness. Yeah, but to say that all these other teams don't have superstars, well, they don't because we don't know who they are. Maybe they have I mean, some. Well, they maybe have some up and coming guys, but I mean, the casual sports fan won't know they are, but at least well, the casual not, soccer fan will. Well, that's the casual soccer fan, which basically we know they're going to watch. If if the casual fan doesn't know who you are, you're not a superstar. Like people know who Jordan is, people know who LeBron is. They might not watch basketball, but they're like, you know who LeBron James is? Yeah, he's a basketball player. Do you watch basketball? No. Because that more of the marketing, and he's on every bleeping commercial in the United States. No, because he's a superstar. That's why. But he's also marketed. Yeah, he is, he is marketed. But once again, like I said, Jordan. And I mean, it's just you. Just you. Just they're just superstars. And Pele. Everyone knew who Pele was, and I'm sure the soccer coverage wasn't that great. And soccer really that was a long time. No, it was it's before the internet. But who? But how do they know who Pele was? Huh? There was no social media back then. Soccer, heck, heck, was not even really considered a sport in America. And Pele was still an internationally known soccer player. I mean, because soccer is an international kind of global game. It's just that in the well, how can we don't States, know? How can we don't know those other guys then? Because Pele was known in the U.S. And at that time, way back then, people laughed if you played soccer. So he was known. And yeah, because saying, he came... Because in the seventies he came and played for in the NASL with the New York Cosmos. Well, so still. he came over and played in the U.S. at a team that was kind of one of the more internationally recognized clubs in the country. Well, I mean, but now with all the social media and pretty much everything at your fingertips, some of these guys shouldn't they be known? It's I mean, easier. they are known. No, they're not. To you, they're known. I, mean, I don't know who these guys. Who are who are these guys? Name a guy that I should know. You should know Neymar. You should know Paul Pogba. You should know Harry Kane. You should know Eden Hazard. You should know Romelu Lukaku. You should know Luis Suarez. Like, these are 
these are not just big names. These are people that people know across the globe. And, and look, David, kind of what you said, I don't even watch soccer that much, but I know I know who Harry Kane is. I know who Neymar is. I know who that hazard guy is from Belgium. You call him the hazard guy. I've, I've, What's his first name? It's he's, not a, he's not a superstar. So I still know who he and is. Wait a minute. What did we mention earlier? If you go by one name, you're a superstar. LeBron, Ronaldo, Messi. Jordan, Kobe, one name only, Madonna, Prince. The only other guy I think that's really globally known is Mike Jackson. You know, you you got to give that Michael Jackson. Other than that, if you ain't got one name, you ain't a superstar. So Mike Trout's not a superstar. No. Aaron Judge is not a superstar. He could be. Eventually he will Bryce Harper is not a superstar. No. Doesn't go by one name. Think about it. When you're worldwide known, you go by one name. Heck, I mean, LeBron in his face with his beard had the state of California on it. I mean, come on. (laughs) Who thinks of stuff like that? I mean, think about it. You go by one name if you are an international superstar. Pele. One name. All these other guys. Two names. That's your opinion. No, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, you know, telling it like it is. So who's these other teams in this World Cup Final Four, and what do we expect, David? All right, so the fourth will be decided later on this afternoon. Russia and Croatia play at 2 o'clock. Oh, that's so rigged. But, How is Russia in the Final Four and has played in Russia? When's the last time Russia's been relevant in soccer? Well, again, it's part of the beauty of the World Cup. It's usually the host nation has a magical run. A magical run? I mean, it's similar to... And then then they they poop a hammer in the the semifinal round, kind of how Brazil was in 2014. They got all the way to the semifinals, and then they got stanky leg rickrolled by Germany. What year is it coming to the United States? Isn't it going to be between the United States, Canada, and Mexico? In 2026. That's what I thought. So then by that time, the, the, will those th- who, who's going to have the magical run? Because it's going to be split between three countries. I mean, it'll probably probably be more... Yeah, maybe be Mexico. Mexico will probably mm-hmm. have a deep... Mexico will have a deeper run out of those three countries in 2026 in my opinion. I'm, I'm sure Putin's got something to do with uh, Russia being good in this final oh, in World boy. Cup. You know in these international sports is you know cheating is very rampant. Gives you, you know slick someone's hands with a couple hundos and you can see some 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 major cheating. Look, look yeah, there was a time when FIFA was corrupt. Yeah. I, I, and I, if you think that the corruption ain't left and you know Okay, David, look, I know you. last week you mentioned something about that Russia-Spain Hain matchup where you said that that there could be some shady crap that went on. Did yeah. anything shady happen in that match that Russia won on penalty kicks? No, not in my opinion. People, are going to, people will look at the penalties that were given kind of in the box, and for me, both of those are clear-cut penalties. And so you can't argue they went to VAR. And if you look at the replays, whether in real time or slow motion, they rightfully deserved 1-1 in extra time. Spain Spain played, sorry, Frank, Frank, Spain played like Michigan State. They just went out there expecting to win. And then when they didn't, it kind of 
kind of crapped at the fan, they're like, no, we don't know what to do. And, and so I'm not going to yell at you for that one. <laughs> I mean, Russia rightfully so. They were the better side. Spain just looked like they were the second tier. They didn't get up to that next level that everyone expects them to. And then in penalty shootouts, when it's kind of goalkeeper one on one, you know, Russia went through. Like you you can't blame anything other than Spain was poor. Russia capitalized. Russia were the better side, and they deserve to go through. Exactly. Speaking of uh, penalty kicks, there was a, there was a team that always had been befuddled by penalty shootouts, and that was England. But they exercised their demons from shootouts past against Colombia. Uh, I believe it was on Colombia. Uh, on uh, Tuesday. So I mean, what was your when you saw it go to a shootout? Were you thinking, is this where England ends the curse, or is it going to be more same song, different verse? Kind of as how the game played out, I thought England were the better side throughout. They led a kind of a late, kind of as they were starting to celebrate in the midst of celebrating a sure victory. Colombia nicked one back on an equalizer, and so it went to penalties. I I still think again. England were the better side throughout. England were better at penalties. I thought the goalkeeper for England, Jordan Picker, was amazing. I thought the penalty takers for England were clinical. I mean, Jordan Henderson got his butt saved after he just symbolically missed it. But, again, yeah, I thought England, there was something about that England side that it was going to be different this time around. And, England were able to exercise demons, celebration of the streets. It's coming home, played all across the United Kingdom. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, I, and I had mentioned to you that if they were to get past Sweden, which they did, it, they may have they've got, they may have a shot at something here. And they got past Sweden 2-0 today. Hey, who do, you th- who do you think they'd be better off facing, Russia or Croatia? I think probably everyone's going to say Russia just because if you go head-to-head, Croatia can evenly match up with England both in the midfield and attacking. But kind of if you go up against Russia, it's the pressure of being the home side, and then it's that extra pressure of everyone expecting you to go through because Russia is a quote-unquote a not a great side. Yeah, But Russia's been playing well so far this tournament. Russia has stepped up. No one thought they would get out of the group stage, myself included. No one thought that they would beat Spain, myself included. And a lot of people are saying, again, myself included, that Russia won't beat Croatia. But as we see in the NCAA tournament every year, something's just magical. I mean, who thought, you know, Loyola Chicago was going to make it to the final four? Yeah, and I know. I did. I know people are gonna will still say that there was collusion in some of Russia's matches. Well, so I'm I'm starting to th- I've I've been looking to see if people are gonna complain about collusion in the Belgium Brazil match, which Belgium won two to one, and I, I actually happened to watch this uh, yesterday, the end of it, and I guess a lot of the Br- Brazil was was complaining about saying that there we wanted a penalty. He called on Belgium when, and they were saying on the broadcast that no, that's not a penalty. 
this, that, and the other. So, David, can you please dispel any uh, rumors of collusion for any Brazil fans? Well, no, I'm not, because that was a 100% clear-cut penalty. And I think it was embarrassing that they didn't actually at least go to VAR to look at it. Now, in real time, it did look like it went out, of, and, you know, he wasn't able to keep it in, play wasn't able to keep it in bounds. But if you just look at a replay, you can see ball still in play, handball, penalty. Like, if you just stop and look at the replay, which is what VAR is there for, then you can see that that's a penalty. And so I think even though Brazil, with the firepower, were unlucky in many ways to finish a lot of their chances, I still think that that was one where you got to look at the referee and say, look, that's a, like at least check. Even if you feel some kind of doubt, hesitation, you have to send that to VAR. And we, we send it go to VAR or replay for lesser, kind of lesser certainties than that. And so in a quarterfinal match where you know tensions are high, you know that Brazil has had momentum throughout kind of trying to pull back and get to that, get that second goal. Like, I think that they were hard done. And so if I'm a Brazil fan, just thinking about the penalty specifically, I think they have a rightful claim. All right, fellas, we got to wrap this up. we got two minutes. All right, so we have one semifinal set between France and Belgium. That'll be on, I believe it's coming Tuesday, 2 o'clock p.m. Who wins that? I have France going through. I still don't trust the Belgian side yet. They beat Brazil, who was kind of the perennial superpower. And I'll mention this in my pod. I think it was more that that 2 1 loss against Belgium will be more embarrassing a result than the 7 1 against Brazil. So, for, for Brazil against Germany. So that's more, that's more embarrassing than them getting stanky leg rickrolled. Yeah, because they were, they were a lot healthier. One, two, they were the side that everyone expected to go through against the Belgian side who had to claw back, who were down 2-0 against Japan's side that were shambolic. Yeah, and that, that was the game where Japan choked on applesauce. Yeah, and then just knowing Brazil, all the chances that they had, and they, they weren't able to finish in a way that was unlike any kind of Brazil. And so I, I said it on social media. I think that will be a more embarrassing result, at least in the short term right now. Not you know, obviously, kind of the names in Brazil that have gone, that have come back to the seven one, saying that this, you know, national shame. Yeah, that will always be a national shame because it happened on home soil. But in terms of World Cup and expectations, I think Brazil were the better side against Belgium, and Belgium were lucky to come away with the victory. But I don't think they'll beat France. France is just too good, yeah. and they have superstars. Exactly, and. Who comes? Who wins? You, you let's said let's the, get to this. Who wins? Come so on, who, fellas, who wins now that Brazil is knocked out? So I, I have France in, right now. I have France and England in the final. Okay, and who wins out of those two? The final next week. Yeah who 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 would win? Who would win between France and England? Yeah, you know, I'm saving that for next week's show. Okay. Then. Oh, okay. Then we'll, we'll go with that. Then we'll we'll end it on the same because we got to get to the NBA. Great stuff again, fellas. 
Um, we'll see what happens as David. David, you've been leaving us with a lot of suspense as Jed joins us. But we're gonna get to the meat and potatoes, the big story of the NBA. But we talked a little bit of World Cup for you. Coming up next, we'll talk a little NBA here on eighty-eight point three WHT. Without further review. <laughs> 